0: Welcome into the Locked on Bengals podcast. I'm James Erpine. Thank you for tuning in on Twitter. At James Erpine at Locked on Bengals. Subscribe on iTunes and Audioboom.com. Shout out to everybody who listened to our, our first uh, couple shows this week. A.J. Green on Monday. We heard from him on Joe Mixon, John Ross, leadership, and so much more. And then yesterday, my thoughts on why the Bengals locker room was perfect for Mixon. And you heard from wide receiver Tyler Boyd. So if you missed those episodes... Go check them out, and I want to start today talking about a free agent, talking about a guy that you're going to probably think I'm crazy for discussing here on Locked on Bengals, but just hear me out, and then you can call me crazy. Colin Kaepernick is a guy that's drawn a lot of controversy or a lot of media attention over the past six, seven, eight months for what he's done on the field, for what he's done off the field. Multiple different things, controversy, kneeling for the National Anthem, donating money, which was obviously a good thing, opting out of his contract, and now he's still a free agent. And there's some speculation as to why he's a free agent. I think the, the distraction of having Colin Kaepernick in a locker room, like it or not, the media attention, teams are scared of that. I will say this. There was a report yesterday from Dave Zirin, who is edgeofsports.com, and he tweeted this out. And I'm going to read, read to you a few tweets. The first one, Dave writes, says, Having spoken to Colin Kaepernick, I can say, in contradiction to anonymous NFL claims made to Peter King, he has not moved on from football. He said, Kaepernick is working out every day, sharp as hell, waiting for a camp invite. Everyone knows that this is getting absurd. 16 touchdowns, four interceptions last season. And it, here's what I'm going to say. If Colin Kaepernick, it sounds like the quote, waiting for a camp invite, means Colin Kaepernick has backed off his, well, I want to be a starter. And if Colin Kaepernick doesn't want to be a starter, he would be one of the better, if not one of the best, backups in the NFL. And yeah, I get it. You like A.J. McCarron. Love A.J. McCarron. You're telling me 16 touchdowns and four picks on a 49ers offense that was led by slow compared to what he used to be, past his prime, Torrey Smith, led by a guy named Jeremy Curley and a bunch of other guys, they're just guys, in San Francisco. It was a really bad team, and he still had 16 touchdowns, 4 picks, played pretty well. Ultimately, I, I look at this this team, the Bengals, and w- what are are some things that we know about this team? Well, one, they stand by players that come with controversy. Adam Jones has been the biggest topic for any radio host, any media member that covers the Bengals, any sports journalist in Cincinnati. They've talked about Adam Jones more than any other Bengal. That includes Joe Mixon. This offseason, that's been it. January to now, Adam Jones can't stay out of the news. And yet, he's still working out at Paul Brown Stadium, still under contract. The Bengals sticking by Pac-Man. What else did the Bengals do this offseason? Well, they drafted Joe Mixon, who is infamous for punching a woman in the face. And yes, I get it. I understand why they did it because he's super talented. But they weren't afraid to look controversy and blow back in the eye and say, you know what? We're going to do this anyway. The Bengals are the one locker room. The one locker room. One organization that doesn't worry as much about the blowback or the media pushback or, or fans moaning and groaning about certain things. And if you're in the talent acquisition business, The talent acquisition business where Colin Kaepernick, guy who a couple years ago, Mike Brown, and I'm reading the article right now, Bengals owner Mike Brown wanted Colin Kaepernick in 2011. He told the Enquirer Kaepernick's unusual mobility. was a big reason why they wanted Kaepernick, or he wanted Kaepernick, but Jay Gruden pushed for Andy Dalton in the 2011 draft because he was more, quote, NFL ready. That guy is available. And according to Kian Fahey of pre-snapreads.com, who joined me on ESPN 1530 ah, about a month ago, not only is he available, but he had a pretty good year when you look back at the film. Here's Kian Fahey on Colin Kaepernick. I think it was probably one of his better years. He The, the numbers are there. The team stuff were there. I, the first two games of the year, he really struggled. He really wasn't comfortable in the offense. He was missing throws he should have made. After that, he was really good, and he showed uh, poise that wasn't really there in the past. If you turn on his Miami game, he looks like a, a top 10, top 15 starter easily. Uh, he, he, he was making really good decisions. He was making reads. The big uh, development for Kaepernick was he was showing off those subtle movements in the pocket. He used to be like Dalton where he would run out of the pocket the first chance he got. But that wasn't really the case last year. Last year he wasn't even playing behind a good offensive line. But he was still making these adjustments, creating throwing lanes, uh, getting his eyes and moving his eyes from one side of the field to the other and making sure he made a right read while doing so. It was a good year for him, and he, he's comfortably a top-20 starter. I think the idea that he's still out of a job has a lot more to do with what's going on off the field rather than what's going on on the field. So that's Kian dot com. He joined me here on Locked on Bengals. Joined me on ESPN 1530 about a month, maybe two months ago at this time. Anyways, Kaepernick can still play, yeah, right? That's a guy who's unbiased, who watches film, and says this guy's good, this guy isn't. He doesn't. He's not rooting for or against Colin Kaepernick, for or against Tom Brady, or for or against Andy Dalton. That dude just watches the film, tells you what he sees. Thought Kaepernick played pretty well. So with all that said, and, and I know you're going to hear from these national media guys, oh well, the film, the film, the film of of Kaepernick. I trust Kean Fahey more than I trust 99% of the people you're going to see on the national shows and the national media saying the film is bad. Because how many of those people really watch 49ers games? I know Kean Fahey watched every single snap that Colin Kaepernick played last year, probably multiple times. He's a really good quarterback guy that he comes out with every year where he dissects every single quarterback, every single one. So I know he did the work. I know he did his homework. That's why I listen to guys like that. That's why we have Joe Goodberry on this show. Because I know he watches it over and over and over and then forms an opinion. So let me get this straight. Colin Kaepernick, a quarterback that Mike Brown once upon a time wanted, is open to taking a training camp invite, according to reports, because of off-the-field stuff that has nothing to do with criminal has nothing to do with really any issues other than his political views or maybe taking a knee during the national anthem. That's the reason he's still available. If that's the case, the Bengals wouldn't be afraid to to, to take a a risk on him. And they should because it's not a risk It's a, all right, let's take a flyer, risk was the wrong word, let's take a flyer on a guy like Colin Kaepernick who, once upon a time, we wanted to draft, at least Mike really liked him, liked him enough to maybe draft him ahead of Andy Dalton. That doesn't mean he's going to compete with Andy for the starting job, but who knows with AJ McCarron, he might be a free agent after this year. And here's the other aspect to this. Quarterback is the most valuable position in all of sports. If there is a guy like Colin Kaepernick available, a guy that can make your quarterback room better, the most position in sports, or the most valuable position in sports, a guy who can make that locker room, that that quarterback room better, why wouldn't you go get him? It's not salary, so, so don't sit there and say salary. Training camp invite means little salary. A.J. McCarron's still on a rookie contract. Andy Dalton's on a very manageable contract. Jeff Driscoll, obviously in a second year rookie deal. I look at this this team, how they're set up, and you know what adding Kaepernick would do to this team? It would put them in prime position for when a starter goes down, whether it's, who knows, Sam Bradford last year, how he got traded right before the season. The Bengals would be in prime position now to move McCarron or Kaepernick, whoever wanted a quarterback. They would have valuable assets that teams would potentially be interested in. What would you feel better about? The Bengals trading McCarron and turning the the keys, the backup keys over to Jeff Driscoll, a second year player, or Colin Kaepernick, who's gonna make comparable money through 16 touchdowns and four picks last year for a 49ers offense that had Torrey Smith and a bunch of guys. And by the way, at this stage of his career, Tory Smith is a guy. He's just a guy. Meanwhile, this offense, he would have A.J. Green and Tyler Eifert and John Ross and Brandon LaFell and Tyler Boyd and Joe Mixon and Jeremy Hill. Oh, so maybe Colin Kaepernick would, would be a decent backup. To me, this makes so much sense. And yes, I get it. Maybe the Bengals don't want to deal with a, quote, quarterback controversy. So you bring him in as a backup. You, you stage him as a backup from day one, and that's it. That is it. And, and for those worried about A.J. McCarron's trade value dropping, I don't think it will. And I don't think it will because teams, if something happens and they get desperate, they can keep or, or they, they'll be willing to give up something for a guy like A.J. McCarron. Last year, the reports were that, or there was at least a report, it was thrown out there that the Bengals had offers for McCarron. That'll happen again if starters go down, if starters get injured, if teams get desperate. And then, you absolutely have upgraded multiple ways. You've gained an asset by trading McCarron, and you've got a backup who might be better than A.J. McCarron. Like, he really might be. So if the rest of the NFL wants to shy away from Colin Kaepernick because... Oh, man, he knelt during the National Anthem. Oh, it's just the media attention. The media attention is so great, and I just I don't think I could deal with it. If you're an NFL team that you're thinking that, I look at the Bengals as the team that doesn't give a damn about what the media thinks. They just don't. You know, it, it might bother them a little bit, but they, they've gotten crushed for standing by Adam Jones. Crushed. And guess what? Adam Jones is still in that locker room. National columnists and and reporters and TV guys. Uh, What did they say when the Bengals drafted Joe Mixon? I talked about it yesterday. Awful locker room. That's the worst landing spot. Marvin Lewis, they don't know what they're doing in Cincinnati. (sighs) The Bengals didn't give a damn. So I don't think they're going to be bothered by that. And if the rest of the NFL is, then maybe Mike Brown and Marvin Lewis, Katie Blackburn, Duke Tobin need to sit down, watch the film like Kian Fahey of presnapreads.com, watch it together, and look and say, you know what? The rest of the league wants to stay away from this guy. Let's see if he's willing to be a backup. Let's see if he's willing to come here, do the right things, and maybe reestablish, and re-establish himself as an NFL player. If so, why not take that? Take that flyer! It's a flyer on a guy that threw 16 touchdowns and four picks last year with no weapons, none. Like the dude had. No- Jeremy Curley was signed off the streets from the Jets. Who the Jets cut him, and I liked him. He's a nice slot receiver. And Torrey Smith. I mean, that's what he was throwing to. Eesh. Yikes! Am I crazy? Email me JamesRipin at ESPN1530 dot com. At James Urpina on Twitter, also at locked on Bengals as well. Look, I, I and I got off track. I, I, I scheduled today to be a Joe Mixon heavy day on the the future of Joe Mixon and, and how he's going to to boat and fit into that backfield. We will talk about that. I will say I like Joe Mixon's chances of of pushing Jeremy Hill right from the start of training camp. We we will dive into that tomorrow. But but I, I wanted to get to this because I think it's really interesting. I was at the gym this morning and just thinking and I was like man, if this guy's just desperate to get into a camp a couple years ago he was in a freaking Super Bowl five years ago. I think it was five and you're like, oh yeah, well the RG3 effect. He's completely lost it. Yeah, except RG3 didn't throw 16 touchdowns and four picks last year with nothing around him. Okay? RG3 can't stay healthy. Not only did Kaepernick stay healthy last year, he had a Piss-poor team around him, threw 16 touchdowns, four picks. To me, it makes so much sense to at least have a conversation about it. Because, one, it only makes the the quarterback room potentially stronger. Two, it gives you a, a tradable asset where you might not even take a big hit if you have to trade A.J. McCarron come September because a team starter goes down or August or September, something like that. And three, if you're the Bengals – you haven't shied away from from players that have some any kind of distraction. And Kaepernick's obviously isn't criminal. It's not in the same ballpark as Adam Jones or Joe Mixon or anything like that, but it is a distraction. And teams look at distractions the same. They look at your ability to, to play the same. I think Colin Kaepernick can still play. And if he can still play, the Bengals are probably one of the only teams in the NFL that aren't afraid to do it. Now, if you brought him in, you'd have to establish right now that he's not starting ever. That he's not the starter. That he's the backup. Because to me, or they would do that. I would expect them to do it. I wouldn't necessarily. You know how I feel about Andy Dalton. I'd be open against you know him competing all you want. But ultimately, the Bengals would probably do that. And they could do that. This dude's just looking for a camp invite. Man. Like, are you kidding me? This isn't RG3 here. RG3 looked like a giraffe when he played the Bengals in, in Cleveland when he came back from, from injury this past year. It was like snowy. It was like he was slipping on ice when he tried to run. Colin Kaepernick can still run. He's got an arm too. 16 touchdowns, 4 picks. Kean Fahey watched every snap, said, said Kaepernick really good last year. And yet we want to talk about how he, he doesn't deserve to be on a team. The Bengals might be that team. I don't think it'll happen, but I think it, it, it's, it should. There, I said it. I, I think they should at least kick the tires on it, at least discuss it, because having a talent like that out there, it's silly. It's silly that he's not on a roster. The Bengals are a team that have, hasn't shied away from distractions. Why not go get him? I'm James Erpine on Twitter, at Locked On Bengals, at James Erpine. Subscribe on iTunes and AudioBoom.com. We'll get to that Joe Mixon stuff tomorrow. Until then, I appreciate you tuning in. I'm James Erpine. Thank you for listening to the Locked On Bengals Podcast.